Hey Connor, are we gonna talk about serial killers today? In movie form. Oh! This is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. And this is Mickey! Hello! Hello, Mickey. She was gonna introduce herself. I know. I started to, but it's then... It's fine. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. We, get, we gotta keep things rolling. Okay. All right, so what are we talking about today, Mickey? Um, we are talking about the movie, I Am Not a Serial Killer. What? You're not, not a serial, a serial killer? killer? I mean, that's, that's good, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not, but... That is definitely a good thing, I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> what was that supposed to be? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we uh, watched the movie. We did. Some sort of day. Well, Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. Yeah. So... It's, we're recording this Sunday. So, four-ish days ago. Yeah. Four-ish days ago. I'm trying to count. Yeah, so, and, and we've done the uh, review on the John Cleaver series as books um, before on this podcast. So, if you want reference to that, like, to know what we're talking about, go ahead and listen to that episode. I'll put it in the liner notes. Um, but, yeah, like, this is the, the like, a movie that was made off of the first book um, of the John Cleaver series titled, I'm Not a Serial Killer. Um... It, it was like an indie kind of film. Uh, it wasn't like super, like a bunch of support behind it kind of a thing, like a, a big movie publisher or whatever, or movie company. But uh, it was really good. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm not going to speak for the other two people in this room, but do you guys enjoy it? Yeah, I liked it. Okay. It was awesome. the worst movie I've ever seen oh, in my whatever. life. No, <laughs> that's great. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're just gonna run down like some things we liked about the movie, things we maybe didn't like about the movie, and then just talk about like the the transition from film or from book to film, um, and then also just an outsider's perspective perspective on someone who's never uh, read any of the books, Mickey, um, just to tell her uh, tell us what she thought of it, not knowing anything coming into it. So, but first of all, content warning in case you're concerned at all. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's a dark movie. It's a very dark movie. It's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> Quite scary, actually. Quite violent. Um, John Wayne Cleaver, who's the main character... He's a sociopath. ...is a sociopath, and he every once in a while he'll imagine people dying, and you will see this happen. Um, stuff like that. He, you know, wants to kill people. Mm -hmm. Has no emotional attachment to really anything. Um, or any person, I should say. And so, you know, it's a, it's a dark story. Um, it is a good one. It is a battle of like his inner demon kind mm -hmm. of a thing and that's always an intriguing and you know cool story mm -hmm. so there's that um i mean there's some swearing oh yeah there's some swearing yeah. uh probably about 15 swear words one was the usage of the f word um which is very in character for john but is not in the books at all in case you're yeah. wondering there's very minimal swearing um all the swearing that usually happens is what we talking about last week where he's like, oh, he swore because, yeah, you know, he's a sociopath. He has no reason not to swear. Yeah. <laughs> um, literally, he's a, yeah. it's a sociopath and not a Christian. He has literally no reason not to swear. <laughs> There'd be no reason for him not to swear. At all. Yeah. So. Um, but. I mean, other than that, yeah, it was a fantastic movie. There wasn't yeah. any, like, overly sexual anything in that movie. Um, it, yeah. Overly sexual anything? I don't think there was anything sexual. Any, yeah, there's no sexual references whatsoever yeah. i don't think in that movie um, so. um people were dancing pretty close oh room for the holy spirit yeah 
There you go. That's that's, um, that's fills up your quota for the one witty yeah. comment of the episode. John helps an old man pee. Oh yeah, there's oh, that, yeah, was that was an awkward scene. Awkward. But again, that's just a, a, the guy like a, a person helping an older gentleman. Like that, that happens. Yeah, yeah that, like that's a thing yeah. that has to happen for when you get yeah. That old. You obviously yeah. don't see anything. Yeah, you're <laughs> like just, I was worried a little yeah. bit. But... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So other than that, spot on. So in case any of those things put you off, don't yeah, watch the movie. Don't watch the movie. You know, whatever. Um, but if if you're fine with those things, um, I mean, watch it because it's fantastic. Um, it's yeah, it's it's really good. If you were a five year old kid, don't watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, don't. that's that's basically what we're trying to get across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, our our younger brother watched like the first half of the movie <laughs> against our. Yeah, against I mean, yeah, our opinion like, yeah. of having him watch it but yeah but uh yeah he didn't want to watch the second half he didn't also watch the second half but that was mainly because it was dark by the time we got around to that and so he was like, like the storyline yeah, was dark wanna, no, no the, it, it was nighttime. it was nighttime yeah yeah it was nighttime and yeah, the so movie he, got he was like you know what i don't want to sit here in the dark watching the movie that doesn't sound like fun to me so he just went in his room so um but yeah so let, let's go ahead and talk real quick about like what we liked about the movie what, what, what were the key points um, that we just really, really enjoyed and thought were really poignant. The casting was very well done, yes. other than the casting main character's fantastic. haircut. That's really the only problem I had. You didn't think that the casting people did a really good job casting his haircut? <laughs> nope. He should have cut his hair. Um, I would I would agree with that. I mean, I, I think I would have worked... Okay, it would have worked better with what we know of the character of John Cleaver. Yeah. Um, but since they're probably of just doing a standalone, I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, for me, not reading the books or whatever, I think it added more to his creepiness. Oh, yeah, adding definitely. Hair, I, I definitely more think it did. Socially awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, because yeah, he's a sociopath, so right. why would he care what he looks like right. to other people? You know. But and the thing is, in the books, he does care about what he looks like to that people is true. because that he's is true. trying to be normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the difference. That's why I didn't like it. Is he? You know, it, it is explicitly stated that he has short, dark hair, and that's basically it. That's the mm-hmm. only thing that it really mentions in any of the books, except for one of the later ones, he says he lets his hair grow out for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you know, it's like the only thing that you say about the character they didn't put in. And it's like, come on, man. Besides <laughs> the fact that he's a guy and a sociopath. <laughs> you, I mean, you those can, are the main parts. Yeah. Right? No, but like like physically, his physical no, yeah, attributes yeah. is his hair. But that's, again, like I, I think it's more important to get across... Yeah. The, no, I, I agree. The, the personality but they, of the person rather If than... they make another movie, I'll, I'll be upset about it. Okay. Which, which I kind of hope they don't for one reason. But we'll get to that. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. And then again, we're, what we're talking about right here is non-spoiler stuff. So we're not going to be talking about um, spoiler stuff yet, but we will eventually get to that. Um, yeah, I, I definitely liked the casting for all of the characters. I didn't think there was a single person that they cast that didn't fit who I thought they would be in the um, movie. What was funny is in the books, there's there are two girls. One is named Brooke and one is named Marcy. Yeah. And in the book, Brooke is a blonde and Marcy, Marcy is, is you know, has dark hair. And that's that's all they say about that. If they say that like once mm-hmm. and then, well, I think they say it a couple of times. They probably they're, do. They're very sparse. Exactly. Yeah. When they say it. And in Caleb and my mind, uh, minds. Minds. Terrible grammar. We have one mind. It's yeah. fine. Um, so... <laughs> We have a hive mind. In, in our, okay. Yeah. In our minds, and even Jared's minds, Jared's mind. <laughs> and Jared has multiple <laughs> yes, minds. It's fine. Of course. Um, but uh, we, we all pictured Brooke having dark, dark hair, hair. And Marcy, and Marcy blonde. having blonde hair. Yeah. 
And when we came to the conclusion that that wasn't uh-huh. how they actually were, we were like, wait a second. Yeah. And, but we kept, since we had seen that character for so long looking like that, In our minds, we, just, yeah. we were just like, ah, oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then finally, uh, Caleb and Jared didn't do this, but finally when we watched the movie, after reading Over Your Dead Body, which is the latest book, I had pictured Brooke in the right way. She had blonde hair in that uh-huh. in that book for me. And I'd finally, I'd finally gotten it. And then we watched the movie and Brooke has dark hair. And I was just like, no! <laughs> yeah, I, I, this I, like, I like Brooke being dark haired. Like, I, I like, yeah, it's fine. That's what it seems like she should be to me. Marcy yeah. seems like the kind of person to have blonde hair and that's yep. a stereotype, yep. but... But it's true. Like, <laughs> it's a true stereotype. It, it is, yeah. No, and it just helps my image of the character. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, like, what's, what's weird is all I can see, whenever I picture Marcy, she has blonde hair and then whenever, but, but I, I'm like, oh, but she has dark hair. So then my mind of how it fixes that problem is, is just like a blotch of dark next to her blonde hair. So just like, this isn't how it works. <laughs> just like, stop your it. Your mind is so weird when I it know. does that kind of stuff. And I, I yeah. mean, your mind isn't like everyone's minds. Like yeah. they, everyone does those sorts of things. Like we always have these weird images of how people look in, in mm-hmm. um, books and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just weird. It's like black highlighted blonde hair. And it's just strange. I mean, that could be a thing. It wouldn't be a good thing. <laughs> no offense to anybody who has that. I, I just, know plenty of people who have really? had that at some point. You know? Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> this just seems weird to me. <laughs> and Nikki okay. was hitting here. I was thinking about dying some of my hair black. Not. I'm kidding. Yeah, just one black pot. Just <laughs> one splotch. Yeah. yeah. Not even a strand. No, just, just, just a just splotch. Just like a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on the crown of red, like. <laughs> Just the roots. Yeah. And then the rest of it. Mm-hmm. That'd be That'd really be real weird. Nice. <laughs> and then it'll grow out and then it'll be blonde and then I'll have like a weird floating, <laughs> like descending halo coming out of my head. A black halo descending <laughs> from your head. That's a little disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the, the cinematography was fantastic. I oh, thought yes. The cinematography was really, really well done. The music was also very well done. I, fe- I, I felt it. Because, like, the thing, like, the music was very minimalist. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot of music. And when it was there, it was there to very specifically drive home a specific mm-hmm. point of what was happening. Like, it was very well placed. It's like, okay, we're going to have organ music right now because it needs to be creepy. We're going to have rock mm-hmm. music right now because it needs to be intense. For whatever, yeah, for whatever reason. There's multiple reasons they did that. But, yeah, yeah like, it. It was very, very well-timed, all of it was. Um, you were about to say something. I know. Um, but uh, now I lost it. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was going to say something about the music. Organ music, rock oh, music. Oh, um, it was like like when the, the time, it was very minimalistic. But then mm-hmm. when it came down to like the really intense moments, like the two really intense moments, it, it the music really picked up and then it was so much more like... Um, impactful because it was like, oh, there's actually intense music yeah, going yeah, on, yeah. and you're just like on the edge of your seat yeah. when that happened. Definitely. Um, yeah. It stayed almost completely to the book as well. Like, mm-hmm. like every single scene was exactly how the book described it, except for the very end, for a very good reason, except for one thing, which we will now get into. No, no, no not yet. Not I want to talk just, to Mickey real yes. quick. Mickey, uh, the and this feels like an interview, but it's not. Um, <laughs> Ask me questions. How did you feel about the movie? I am not a serial no, killer. No. You, you coming into it not having read the books, mm-hmm. what did you think about it in terms of, like, what, what was the, your favorite parts of it? Like, what did you just think of it as a standalone thing, not in reference to having read it before or whatever? Um, I thought it was really good. Um, some parts were confusing. I was like, wait, what? Like, I, because I feel like you guys all, like, 
understood it or whatever. Oh, I talked yeah. to Maddie a little bit afterwards, and she's like, oh, yeah, like, they talked more about, like, what he was thinking yeah, about that yeah. during Definitely. the book. And I was like, okay, well, obviously I didn't do that. couldn't hear that or yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. So I didn't get that, like, background of it. But I think of, like, just watching the movie, like, I was, like, I enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that the characters were good, and I thought that the guy who played the serial killer did a really, really, really good job. And like, you I mean actually... the serial killer? Do you mean the sociopath? Like, the teenager? Yeah, the teenager. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, I the, am not the, the yeah, serial killer. Yeah, he's not killer. a serial right, killer. Right, <laughs> whatever. But then, um, kind of how um, the supernatural part, like, I know you guys have told me that that's in there. I kind of felt like I wasn't prepared as much as, like, when, like, it was discovered or whatever that he was, like... A demon. A demon, <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the black sludge. I don't know, I just was... It still didn't prepare you yeah, enough, do you think? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So hmm. I don't know if... Was that how it was in the book? Did it, like... Oh, it was very jarring. Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Like, the yeah. only real... I was real... like, oh, and he, Exactly, like... <laughs> yeah. The only Destroys real okay. <laughs> reference that you get to it in the book itself is, like, at the very beginning, it makes mention of, like, there's the, there was a demon that came to... Um, that came to Clayton. But at the very beginning, you just think, oh, he's talking about, like, a metaphorical demon, right? Oh, like, okay. there's a demon, as in, like, a bad right. person. And right. that's when you, you start reading it, and then you're like, oh, and then you completely forget about that line. Right. And then you just start reading it, and I it's t- just like, oh, there's this creepy serial killer. Right. Oh, oh, black sludge. Oh, and he cut out the guy's heart. All right, yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever, because you, um, whatever, um, you guys told me that, or whatever, and I was watching the movie, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this doesn't seem... It doesn't like, seem supernatural, supernatural yeah. at all, and then boom! Yep. And I was like, okay, like, and I still, yep. I still liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they, the old guy or whatever, did like a good job. Oh yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. And and then for those of you who don't know uh, the movie you're referencing, I'll, I'll actually I'll link this in the liner notes so you can check it out. You can rent it actually on Amazon and like Google Play and stuff like that. Um, if you want to check it out, there's also some select theaters that it's playing in right now. Um, but the, the guy who does the old man, Mr. Crowley, uh, in the, in the movie is played by, uh, the guy from Back to the Future. Um, what's his, do you know? Doc? No. Yeah. Doc, oh. like the character. What's the actor's? Oh, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Um, fantastic job as that character. Like exactly how I pictured Mr. Crowley. Mm-hmm. Just as creepy. <laughs> you know, all the characters in that, sh- in that book have an extent of creepiness to them. Yeah. It's just crazy. Um. I feel like even even watching the movie, it kind of made a better image in my head of some of the characters, like like uh, John's mom. Mm, my my p- image of John's mom was um, what's her name from Bulgaria? His aunt in the Bulgaria, Bulgaria. <laughs> and I don't know why, but she just sounded like Bulgaria when she spoke. So I was just like, Bulgaria is apparently the mind there now. It's just <laughs> apparently she was just Bulgaria until. No, th- no, through the entire series, yeah, yeah. she see, was Bulgaria. See, for me, she was, like, basically the proverbial mom. Like, she had no substance in and of herself. She was just mom. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, a mom. Yeah. And that was all that I ever got from her. But, yeah, seeing her as an actually living, breathing person, like, who's an act, I thought it was just fantastic because you know that, uh, that, that his mom is a very kind of unstable person in the mm-hmm. sense that, like, her world is falling around her. She feels like none of her kids like her. Like, she's divorced mother, you know, a divorced uh, wife or whatever. And, like, she had all these, like, problems all the time, like, with her, her sanity a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it, it I perfectly um, played that character exactly how I pictured 
that the character should have been played. So, yeah. All right. So to wrap this up, since we actually have to go, um, pretty soon, we, yeah. we still would recommend reading the book before yeah. you watch the movie. Absolutely. At least the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, though I feel like after you read the first book, mm, I don't know. Okay. After you read, after you start reading the second book, you're not going to want to, you know, stop reading. Um, after the first yeah, book, see, I can see thing. how you'd the be like, oh, I've, I've, no, I think complete. the first, the first book, the first installment of the John Cleaver series is absolutely the weakest of all of them. Yes. Um, because you have to do that setup. You have to have that jarring. It's now supernatural. But once you get past that hump, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth books, all fantastic, all play off of that supernatural nature of the story in such wonderful ways. And, and in such psychological ways to, to, to reflect off of oh, John. Yes. Like, the, the supernatural stuff that happens in this series is all a reflection of John's own psyche. And every part of what the demons are doing reflects back on the way John is dealing with his own inner demons. Yeah. And that's the beauty of that series. And I know we talked about that in the the, pod, the episode we did on the series itself. Um, but there's definitely a lot of that in this um, as well. I mean, that's, that's like the description of the movie. Like, when we saw it is, you know, like a kid like fights a demon as he uh, you know fights a supernatural killer as he battles his own inner demons um and that's the most apt description of um of the first story as a whole i'm not a serial yeah. killer um and i feel like after the first book you you really start to like the character and then it just takes you on an emotional roller coaster yes. that there is no because you care to. so much about yeah. him that everything he does you're just like you're either like Oh, please, I hope this works out for you, John. Or, why did you do that, John? Yes. What are you <laughs> yes, doing? It's just, uh, yeah. it's fantastic. And, like, in the first book, you have you, you don't have as much of an emotional attachment to the main character simply because you don't know You yes. know this guy is a bad person. Yes. And then once once it gets farther into it and he starts doing good things, you're uh -huh. like, no, he's a good person. And then it's like, we lied to you. <laughs> it's terrible. Yep, yep. Yeah. And that's that's all part of John's con. Like mm -hmm. John wants to be wants to portray himself as a normal person, and he does it so well sometimes that sometimes he convinces the reader that he's a normal person <laughs> when he's totally not. Yeah. Um, and that's a specifically a book thing. Yeah, as as Mickey was talking about, like I think the one of the, the biggest weakness of the of the movie adaptation is just the fact that you don't have John's inner monologue. Yeah. That was so much a part of that story. They did a fantastic job of doing it without it. Like I yeah, I, I, I was kind of going back and forth in my head of whether or not I would have wanted them to put in some sort of like voiceover. And I think there might have been a way to do it, but I really, really enjoyed the minimalist style of that yeah. whole film. And I and it would have detracted from that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, real quick going into spoilers, I think. Um all right, so, what do you think about the ending? Uh the ending was great. For, 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 because they had to make a movie. Yeah. It was fantastic. They went off, you know, the book script and it was fantastic. Except for the very end of how the demon dies is John is prepared to fight this demon thing that crawls out of the demon, which does not happen in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, he just, you know, they actually like kill him. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in the books, like the demons are all actual people. Like, yes. They, they look like people. And they have bodies like people, but they have supernatural abilities and mm -hmm. probably in, in some ways can shape, like, can control the way their bodies function. Like, you know, spikes coming out of them or whatever. But, like, they're all people. Like, there's, in, in the movie, though, like, there's literally a demon black sludge or black, like, obsidian looking demon thing that crawls out of the body of Mr. Crowley 
and it's a separate entity, which is yeah. a very different Wh- thing. Yes, which which I was like, all right, I don't like that, but I'm you know I'm willing, willing to, to play along, willing yeah. to play along until yeah, it was, I was like, the same way. yeah, and until you know John was like prepared to fight it, and then he was like, yo, I just want to kill myself because my wife won't love me anymore, and so he hands him the weapon, and then he just kills himself, which makes me not want another movie. Yeah, definitely. simply because. The next movie, literally the the first line of the next um, book, is I killed a demon, mm-hmm. and now I'm afraid because I killed something, yeah. and I'm going to be a serial killer because I killed. Yeah, and I think that's probably I, I think it's probably better if they keep it as the one installment yeah. because I think they I think that what they ended up doing is making the story more about Mr. Crowley than it was about John, um, and that was a conscious decision on the part of the director. He was like, I want to tell the story of a man who. Stayed a human when he was something much more because he loved a woman. And the what happens when he couldn't have that anymore. I think that was yeah. the story that the director was trying to tell. I mean, I think it was equally both John's story and Mr. No, Crowley's I get that. Story. I'm saying like the ending really wrapped up yeah. Crowley's story more so than it yeah. wrapped up John's story. Yeah. Which could technically lead into another thing. That's what I was thinking. But is... it's not the same thing. Yeah. Which is interesting. We'll um, so, so yeah, that was, this was literally the only thing I didn't like, simply because John would never have handed him a weapon, yeah, and he didn't kill anybody then, and that's the problem. Yeah. Is that that was well, the beginning I mean, of the he story? He did like almost kill the old lady. Yes, and but that does not trigger a serial killer. He 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 did that, and then he was like, "No, I'm not going to do this," and he made a conscious decision, and he fought that, and was like, "I am in control." And but to be honest, I mean, he did stick a, an embalming thing inside a demon or a, a per, like a living okay. person. Technically, he and was the main cause of it wanting to die, but he still in in John's psyche, he would never have claimed that death. I think he kind of would, though. Connor. Connor, if you look at the body, he literally sucked the blood out of an old man. Yeah, but he didn't die. I, I'm just saying, like, I think that might be the same well, kind of thing for his psyche. You know what I mean? Like. He felt yes, the but, proverbial but his, death yes. underneath his pants. Yes, you know but I mean? in his logical psyche, he would say, no, I did not kill that person. Fair enough. He defended itself, He defended himself and he defended the town. And in the end, it ended up losing and taking its own life. So he did not... If In, in, in the book, since he, he physically kills it, mm-hmm. that's what triggers it. And that's yeah. why I didn't like that literally that only scene other than that it was perfect yeah and uh, like they ended up making uh the the ending slightly different even even towards like like the the point where uh john like knocks out the guy's wife and like sends yep. him a picture or whatever that uh, yeah that is the end of the of the book like yep. he the, the guy get the, the the demon gets home and <clears throat> that all ends that night mm-hmm. like when the I mean, demon crawls over to the to the morgue or yeah the embalmatory or whatever mm-hmm. And then gets embalmed, you know, kind of a thing, and and it dies, and John kills it that night, and it didn't happen in 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 the movie. Like it goes to the next day when there's a funeral of someone else, and then which, the old man comes over to the funeral, yeah. which which made such a good scene. Like I love that yeah. scene because I don't think we ever really did get a scene in the the book where they were interacting, knowing without a doubt that they were going to try to kill each other and that made it so much more poignant like when you just they're sitting down next to each other none of them can attack each other because they're in the middle of a funeral service like they're not going to do anything they're not going to try anything but there's so much tension in the air and it's wonderful yeah and no i I thought that scene was fantastic but the the moments leading up to that 
um, scene didn't make sense logically as well mm-hmm. because Mr. Crowley in the book knows that the person is outside because he's, you know, opening up doors and doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And either way, he would probably just go outside and be like, where is he? Mm-hmm. And so he would have been seen. Also, he dragged a body like two miles in the snow. You, did anybody else catch that? He dragged, he yeah. slowly dragged a body for hours and it's like, and Mr. Crowley somehow couldn't find yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> so, body. so it's like, you, you are willing to suspend your disbelief simply because you know how the book goes. Uh-huh. And I feel like, did, did you feel a little bit of like weird stuff going on there when he was pulling the doctor guy out of the car? Yeah. You, I think you exclaimed something, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. You were like, why are you doing this? Like, just get out. Yeah. Because the you... guy was in the house. Yeah. And I was like, if he literally just like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. And so that's the thing. And that's also goes against John's character as in him, like, knowing that that was a really dumb idea yeah. and like he knows that he can't get away with that but, but again yeah it was it was the idea that he couldn't let the guy get the heart that yeah he wanted how did that play out in the in the book like he he doctor he okay so he runs outside and mm-hmm. he's hiding and he's like carefully hiding yeah. and knows where he is in the house and he's listening uh-huh. and so he can move from um you know place to place because he with, knows where he is windows where the are, windows yeah. are and because he, he goes there all the time mm. and then he he sneaks up and hides behind the car like he did sees a body in there carefully goes over on the other side he went on the on the side nearest to the house yeah, he yeah. goes on the other side in the book pulls out his bot uh, pulls out the body and drags it over to the house as he's chasing him he's like oh he, he's coming downstairs he knows what's going on he quickly drags him down the yeah. stairs and then right as he gets there you know he he you Demon know crashes in the door yeah. kind of a thing and so then he had set up you know everything with the embalming yeah. stuff and he just goes whoosh right away and, it, and it's perfect it, it's a perfect trap and mm-hmm. john just does it masterfully mm-hmm. and again yeah it, it, it okay so did his mother get threatened in the no in the book yes no not in the same way i know she was there but i don't think he ever threatened her so that's the thing with the moment that he realizes that his mom is not where she should be yeah and that mr crowley is going to go after his mom that was wonderful. I yeah, loved that. Yeah, that was that. fantastic. And and it was, you know, it was wonderful. And and then that moment where he's walking down the stairs was the and most sees, intense yeah, moment. And sees his mom movie. on a on a slab and he's like, yeah. oh, she's dead. And then yeah. he's not. Or she's not. And it's great. Yeah. yeah, so we really need to leave. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Let's just go ahead and wrap this up. So, so yeah. The, yeah, movie was fantastic. Go see it. I'll put all, you know, a bunch of links and stuff like that in the liner notes. Um, but if you are a reader, read the books first. Yes, read the books first. The books are great. The books are, are fantastic. So, def totally recommend Dan Wells' series and that movie. Def so. totally recommend. We're just not going to say yeah. that again. I <laughs> no, I I stuttered and then I backed up. Okay, that was not part of the same sentence. Okay. Next time, put a a colon or a semicolon. There. I, I did. You just couldn't hear oh, it's it. A colon. Semicolon or Semi- colon? It it the semicolon. Well, it'll probably be like a dash. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Besides the point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Um, hashtag, I mean, just... Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> what hashtag? Isn't that use? great, Mickey? You didn't know that we used hashtags every time? Yes, because you just listen to us anymore. Uh, I know. I'm <sighs> You're so bad, Mickey. You don't have to listen to us. It's fine. That's really weird. If, if, she used if you to made all a podcast, the time. If you made a podcast, I would feel kind of weird about listening to it. Okay. Well, no, I would listen to it every single day. Yeah, it's just the difference between me and you, Caleb. <laughs> I just... Because I, I, why? I because I want to support... I want to support my friends' like, creations. You think that's stupid? Creations. No, no. I just would feel awkward about listening to my friend talk instead of talking to them. Right. 
Like that? that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Over it. Whatever. What else? Other other friends so, of mine listen to it. So hashtag. Okay. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag Mickey is salty. No. No. Actually, no. Hashtag Caleb is salty. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hashtag accurate. Caleb is salty. <laughs> hashtag accurate. No. <laughs> but literally, I am, though, because I, I put a lot of salt on my food. As That's right. Evidence, as is evidenced by earlier today. Accurate. Yeah, we are witnesses. All right, so we need to go. Yes. Press yes, the button on the do. spiel. But the what? Oh, the right, spiel. right. Okay, yeah, you can find us at Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show, at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show, and at our website at Christian Artist Show dot com. I'll also put more links down in the in the liner notes because there's also all the things that we do, but I don't know. I'm not gonna say them right now out loud. So because that would take up too much time. We're taking up right now. <laughs> I am. I really am. All right. Good night. That. Have a good day. Bye. Isn't it really funny though that he had memorized all of those? Yeah, it was he says it every single time. I like it. It Especially his. Sounds very like professional. Especially his dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Dot com. All right. Goodbye. And, and the funny thing is, is I thought it was like roosters and chickens and I was like, oh, well, I'll just go with it. And then whoever's a girl is a girl and it's fine. I'll just pretend they're a guy and they're all girls and it's just, oh, it's all chickens. And I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs>